0: we are so glad you could join us i'm lauren i'm katie we're your host this podcast is nothing more than a conversation between two good friends sharing life stories and trying to make sense of growth, healing and the
1: journey home perhaps you'll relate to some of the things we discuss perhaps you'll pick something up from what we've learned along the way We hope you feel part of the conversation and inspired to reflect on your own journey too. This is your invitation to connect with us. Welcome to Crystalis Connection.
0: We are not experts nor trying to portray ourselves as so. Our aim is to share resources that have really helped us and discuss our own experiences. Once again, we're not professionals in this area, so the following discussion is purely anecdotal. We hope you find it valuable and most of all that it inspires you to do your own research too.
1: All the resources we mention are referenced in the show notes, along with a few more. We really recommend doing some further research yourself. It really can be truly empowering to understand your body, your cycle and its effect on your mental health. Hey Lauren. Hey Katie. So what are we chatting about today? Well, today we are going to talk about our experiences of being in tune with our bodies through our cyclical nature which you actually introduced me to through another podcast.
0: I did, yeah. Today we're going to be discussing the analogy of, as women, as people with wombs, of our bodies being in seasons through our monthly cycle. And this is an analogy I first heard with Maisie Hill on the Deliciously Ella podcast, and we've linked it in the show notes. So Maisie Hill wrote a fantastic book called Period Power, Harness Your Hormones and Get Your Cycle Working For You. And it was a really fantastic discussion. I remember when I first heard it, I sent it to pretty much every woman I know, (laughs) including you. Yep. (laughs) And so in a way, this this episode is a bit like our following on from that. It might be a nice idea for those of you listening at home to perhaps pause our episode, click the link in the show notes and listen to that one. Before continuing with listening to this one as we really do pick apart the seasons analogy and how it works for us
1: so yeah we invite you to do that if you'd like to I have to thank you for sending it to me because I really did learn a lot from it and I listened to it with other young women too I was living with at the time it really yeah helped them to understand and helped me to understand my body more as well so do you know why Maisie Hill wrote this book?
0: So what she says in that other episode is, well, she's such a fan of cycle tracking and getting to know your bodies in this way. Because, as she says, quote, because it ultimately gifts you with a way of understanding yourself and speaking to yourself with more kindness. And that can be revolutionary and life changing. Our mental health can be so much better when we understand our cycle. End quote. I couldn't put it better myself, really. It is just about bringing more awareness to ourselves our relationship with our bodies and you know you and I are such fans of any way to get to know ourselves more and this is just another way and I've noticed that I'm so much more forgiving with myself and that directly impacts my mental health really positively so I think that's why we felt it was so important to share with our listeners whether they have wombs or not you identify as a woman or not you we all know somebody who does who has a womb and so even if you're a male listener here you know you might have a sibling or a partner or a daughter or a colleague or someone and this could help you understand them a bit better and hopefully approach them with a bit more kindness and a bit more understanding so we hope that everybody can take something away from this episode whether you have a womb or not easily put
1: I really like that as well it's, it, it comes back to you yeah, having more compassion for yourself and yeah understanding because as much as we can try and fight our biology that's what our meat suits are really isn't it <laughs> I love that phrase meat suit you always say it <laughs> I just I love it because I felt like a kind of sometimes I feel a bit of a disconnection I don't know if it's even between my soul or my personality and my body and when there's that disconnection I fight against it like life is so much harder and it, it's mm. kind of like swimming upstream or slogging through mud whereas actually looking at my relationship with my body and being more compassionate towards it and working with it instead of against it life just flows so much better and I can I can shift Mm. my energy onto onto other things really rather than kind of draining my resources
0: yeah Yeah, because you're not exhausted by fighting against yourself you're yeah and I love the word you use flowing that's actually why we've decided to title this episode as we have is that it is a state of being in the flow and mm-hmm. following the cyclical nature we have naturally and beautifully that's mirrored in the outside world with the seasons in weather. And we have that in our bodies too. And it's understanding that we're not crazy. This is natural. This is how it should be. We are different to to men and we, we have a cyclical nature and that can be a fantastic tool when we learn how to harness it. Yes. I think it's really exciting thinking how we could adapt our work schedules to this. And actually there could be a lot of power there to be even more, not just productive, but happier as well in the way we work. Yeah. I think that's something we'll discuss a bit later on in the episode. It's a really interesting aspect.
1: It definitely is.
0: Um, Maisie also says that understanding not just our periods, but our whole cycle is basic information that we should be brought up knowing, but we aren't and we don't. We don't know this information. And for me, I learned this a lot of this stuff for the first time about a year and a half ago, the grand old age of 25 or something. Not when I was 12, when it would have been useful for me to understand this.
1: That was going to be my question. What was your experience mm. of learning about this? at school because I know we had we did have sex education there was kind of thing everyone had the same kind of I mean we had the basics lessons yeah very basic
0: it was very (laughs) much like everybody felt uncomfortable teachers included everybody just sort of sat there and squirmed and just wanted the hour to be over and it was very much like a rush thing at the end of the year oh no we have to do this before they leave yeah (laughs) and also they would separate groups and teach girls about periods but not boys and like no we should all understand more about each other I just think understanding more about people is never a waste of time, and whether that's mentally, physically, or the bridge in between.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I think my um my school experience was quite similar. I don't really remember much. I think periods were kind of touched on because a, a couple of us started towards the end of primary school. But there was there was a shame around it really. You know, you try and hide it and we'd have swimming sometime. You kind of always know why some of us weren't swimming at any point in time, but it was still we were never really open about it. Even growing up, going through young adulthood, it was still awkward, very like. yeah Yeah, very very. whereas having having lived in Italy you know living with a family where there were three teenage girls who are very open about how they feel they talk about their emotions quite openly and when they are yeah where they are during their cycle and it was it was really empowering to to live with them and to kind of get more comfortable talking about it more freely
0: Mm. but
1: um, in my experience of learning about puberty and periods my parents recorded it was a tv series about puberty basically and I think it was Dr. Robert Winston. He basically followed this teenage girl throughout her journey, and yeah, she was filmed, and it was kind of like this is what your biology does. But there was no talk about like emotions and feelings and mm. you know, working with it around then. So it was I don't know. Was, you kind of expected some things, but then also there there were labels around it as well just you know and it gets which can be quite negative. Yeah, very negative because it gets just put down to pms
0: oh you're you know you're a pain to be around for a week and it's yes. always a negative thing but as we're going to go on to discuss actually that can be a really intuitive reflective empowering time just differently
1: i did really like actually when um you had a quote from i don't know if it's from the book on Maisie's website about putting up with certain behaviors yeah that really resonated with me. Yeah, I tell you
0: what, just before I share it, why don't we just go over them, the seasons, just for maybe listeners who might not be familiar with Mm. the analogy. So they take the four seasons and the menstrual cycle can be divided into sort of two, but then further extent four parts. So the beginning of the cycle, menstruation would be winter. And this is when hormone levels are low. And we really feel this, you know, it can be a time to rest and recalibrate because hormones are low. And so we we have less energy. We're conserving energy in a way, just like the the natural world in winter. Then moving into spring, this is the pre-ovulation time. So estrogen rises, everybody gets you, you know, you get feeling good, a lot more energy and things. Moving on to summer. So as ovulation occurs, estrogen peaks. And this is when we, we are probably feel at our best. We're really on the ball and we want this to last forever. It's a great feeling.
1: Yeah, great time for socializing. <laughs>
0: yeah, and we also have a bit of testosterone in our season as well. Yeah, we are very sort of different that week compared to other weeks. And then moving into autumn, this would be our premenstrual time in the sort of second half of the, the season, the luteal phase. It's common, you know, we all know the, the symptoms connected with PMS, feeling angry, frustrated, depressed. Maybe you cry for no reason or what we think is no reason. Yep. Maybe we're difficult to be around or we get told that we are, which is something to definitely think about. And on her on her yeah. blog, which we've linked in the show notes below, we really encourage looking at because there's so many great resources on there. Maisie actually says that in autumn, what we feel here is real In what bothers us at this time is probably something that bothers us all the time. But rather than this being irrational irritability, actually, these are our real feelings. And it's spring and summer that covers up our real feelings because our body's goal is to reproduce so we want to be chatty and aroused and horny and like get on with people so we we get to that goal of potential fertilization you know biologically speaking yeah so in a way it's like actually instead of autumn being the irrational fake feelings actually it's summer that covers everything up so that we hopefully get that goal of fertilization actually autumn that is our those are the things that really bother us. So, mm. anger can be an action signal telling us something isn't right. Yeah. So maybe in the first half of the cycle, we'll gloss over something. You know, maybe just the way somebody talks, or your somebody eating their mouthful, or like something your partner does. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, estrogen wants us to be chatty and horny and things. But actually, in the second half of the cycle, that's mm. when we're like, no, this is how I really feel. And this has been monumental for me to actually think this isn't the fake bit. This is the real bit. Mm. These feelings are valid because a lot of the time I think I do myself a disservice because I say, oh, it's just PMS. Like I'm just hormonal.
1: Yep. Same. And I use that
0: word just.
1: How do we feel about that word just?
0: Oh, we hate it, don't we? We're really trying to, <laughs> really trying to get away from it. And we, we're calling oh, each yeah. other out, aren't we? And, yes. And, you know, correcting ourselves. Yes, we are. But I just think this is so empowering. So the the link is, is in the show notes. Uh, it's called The Four Seasons of Your Menstrual Cycle. And it's a really great read. Mm.
1: Um, I would like to take from that anyone who you can spend time around during the autumn phase of your cycle are people to keep in your life. Mm. <laughs> I think that's really that's important. That's
0: great. Yeah, I love that's that. That's just
1: resonated with me because yeah
0: because <laughs> yeah maybe in summer we want to be around everybody
1: yeah exactly yeah, it's like
0: who can you handle autumn with
1: those are your people
0: we can definitely handle each other can't we yeah definitely. <laughs> you know we use this vocabulary now like as verbs we say oh autumning really bad today or oh I can yeah. feel winter's coming like we we use this to each other and we keep up with it a lot, don't we?
1: Yes. It's yeah. a really great analogy. It does simplify it, but I think I can get overwhelmed by too much information. And like I've, I've tried to track it and follow it. And sometimes it's just too sciencey, whereas having this nature analogy of it, I'm, I'm interested. It speaks to my soul. It so,
0: makes yeah. sense. It's visual. Yes. And it gives you the idea that nothing is forever. It's supposed to yeah. be this way. Yeah. And that, you know, spring will come again. Yeah. And also, sometimes you can feel exhausted after a long, hot summer and you think, oh, I just need a break. I just want to stay inside and, and curl yeah. up with a book in autumn, you know, as in the natural world, as in our bodies.
1: Mm-hmm. And we get exactly what we ask for. We, we do.
0: We do. And every, everything is temporary, you know.
1: Yeah. This too shall pass.
0: Yeah. You think if we tune into this, mm. actually, we, we can really enjoy it. And uh, yeah. now that I'm in tune with it and I, most of the time enjoy the flow of the seasons and being in alignment with that. I think actually, if I didn't have this, what if I was the same all the time? Like, would I feel like me? What would I I get? I think, would I get bored if I always felt the same? Yeah. So I think it's just about tuning in and, Learning what's normal for you as well. Maisie. really big on that. It's basically like knowledge is empowerment and it yeah. leads to you know, more self-kindness and we need more of that in the world.
1: Yeah, I think it really helps. I know we're massive fans of this, but journaling, because I track mine in my diary, so I always know. So maybe this is answering the question with about having a regular cycle. But I try and make little notes as well for like if I've been... Moody, or you know, if my skin's been bad, or if I've had certain cravings or feelings around that time, because I I remember getting into autumn and I was just really really irritable and I'd get frustrated with myself because I was like everything's going well, why am I feeling this way? And then mm. I can't remember if it was you or you might have said or someone said to me like Are you doing your period? And then I was like Oh yeah, and it kind of like it took that to take me out of myself, having that awareness and be like Oh yeah, okay, and now I have an answer for it. I was like Okay, fine, and I could. I had that yeah. kind of space again between a response and a reaction because there was a reason for it. So I knew why I was feeling that way.
0: Isn't it weird how it takes other people sometimes to I point know. it out? All the time, all the time. Which is why tracking your cycle and being in tune with it is, is like taking back the power. So it means that you're less likely to have someone say, like, oh, are you doing your period? And you're like, no, I'm in autumn. I know where my body is. Yeah. And that's just so, to use this word again, empowering. I think it really... Gives you a lot of confidence. You feel in control.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: So why don't we, there's a really nice question on Maisie's blog then. And she asks, are you drawn to particular activities at certain times, like in certain seasons? This is a really nice point for discussion. So how about in winter? Like what kind of activities are you drawn to at the beginning of your cycle in winter? When you have that low energy.
1: Yeah, very low energy. Yeah, I, I want to hibernate basically. It's really wintery. I crave carb heavy, dense foods and sweet stuff as well. I just, I just feel heavy, a bit sloggy, kind of like I'm trudging through mud. Things are a bit of a struggle. Sometimes there's a bit of a mind fog as well. Sometimes I do like to check out, I have my favourite TV series like uh, new girl and scrubs that i love watching because it's it's just easy tv it doesn't take any mental energy i feel i need more deep, and my body temperature is definitely higher which can get a bit frustrating mm. sometimes yeah i mean it's always like weight training as well sometimes i can feel sometimes i can feel a bit stronger but it's having the energy to do it is the thing i can get like tired or quicker mm. but yeah i have do
0: you have different stamina levels
1: yeah It's not. It's not quite so good. Obviously, like moving helps with cramping and things like that. Mm -hmm. Information, maybe, but yeah, it's good Uh to kind of get out for walks in nature to move your body. It helps with the energy. Mm -hmm. What about you? What activities do you do or avoid?
0: I really notice that winter is a time to go within, and I feel a lot more introspective. Yes. So this is when I'm most likely to read and write. Again, I get hermity I don't want to socialize I, I'm just not in the mood and I, I won't really enjoy it if I force myself to
1: yeah this yeah. this is a
0: time when I want my own company I want to be quiet yeah I'm also less likely to listen to music in this phase and it's a time when I, I'm more drawn to podcasts and audiobooks
1: yes I totally and speech. agree
0: and if I'm gonna get ill this is the time in my cycle that I'm more likely to also with digestive problems again TMI but my my body really wants to slow down it's heavy it's sloggy and I have a lot more rest so I'm heavy sleeper anyway but in winter I'll need more than eight hours eight to nine hours A night, more weekends. It's Mm -hmm. harder to wake up, and I usually have like a long, uninterrupted sleep, and like quite intense dreams as well. Like it's, it's a very internal time. It's kind of a bit like time of the new moon. The night sky is dark, but there's a lot of intuition. So for me, it's just a real. I really want to spend time at home, reading, Mm -hmm. writing, with speech, with very quiet life. So again, I'll go easy on my body, and I won't force things like exercise. It will just be gentle yin yoga or like a gentle walk. It's, it's this quiet, still time. And sometimes I get really tired after the other seasons. The summer can be really intense for me. So actually, it instead of fighting against this and sort of always wanting to be at the same level as summer or men, it's no, enjoy this time. This is a rest. Yeah, You know, this is a rest your body needs. You're recharging, you're storing energy. So it's about leaning into it and enjoying what it is. Like in winter, you know, we, we don't go out as much. We, we stay at home. We we spend more time on the sofa, like with snacks and things. It's allow that, you know. It's natural. Yeah.
1: Embrace it, not even yeah, allow exactly. it. exactly. Embrace,
0: it. Em- embrace yeah. it, definitely. Moving, moving forward. Then, actually, there was a metaphor I wanted to share just before. It's from the author of Heal by Kelly Noon and Gause, and she shared on the Shelf Help podcast, actually, which we'll link in the show notes below. She shared this metaphor of a whale and how she feels like humans and people at times can be like whales so there's a time that we come up to the surface and we splash about we come up for air and maybe that's a bit like spring and summer where you're more likely to socialize and share things and then after that coming up for air and that splashing about it's time to go down into the deep depths again and spend more time reflecting sort of introspective intuitive time down in the depths doing things quietly. And so, again, that ties in with the activities I'm drawn to, like reading or writing. or just being quiet. So I think that's a really lovely metaphor for it as well. That's a
1: great metaphor, yeah. Queen of the metaphor strikes again.
0: Ah, It's not mine, it's (laughs) Kelly's. And so how about spring then? How is spring for you, Lauren?
1: Yeah, spring's really fun, actually. Lots of energy. I tend to crave light, earthy foods, like salads, loads of veg. I need less sleep. I also feel stronger in the gym. Mm. This is the week where I can lift that bit more and you know go back to listening to music. I will probably be smiling to myself while I'm working out because I'm feeling really good. I will be more sociable or just want to kind of work on projects more.
0: Mm.
1: However, having too many tabs open in my brain because I want to do everything. So <laughs> trying to channel my energy into well make the most of my time basically rather than trying to take on too much and then be like oh my god I can't even totally though I'm that. convinced that I can so yes yeah. it's quite an important one you know spring, yeah. spring's great fun yes
0: I, I love spring I think it's my favorite because I've still got summer to come still have that, yeah. that sort of excitement and looking forward to it I like it in the year as well like outside of my body I really like spring mm. I, I'm, I'm a spring birthday though so maybe that's why <laughs> But like for me in the spring, what I've, I've noticed is I'm, I'm really sensitive anyway to smells, but especially yeah. in, in autumn and things. But spring is when I am most likely to clean the house. And I know I've come into spring because suddenly it's like this house is dirty. I need to clean it and I will tidy everything. I'll go through a clear out. I'll do like the deep clean of the fridge that I never have the energy for in winter. Mm. You know, the other day I was in spring and I was up at 8 a.m. scrubbing the oven, doing two loads of laundry, changing the (laughs) sheets with all this energy. And it's like a spring cleaning, literally.
1: Domestic goddess.
0: Yeah. And apparently that's (laughs) kind of like because you're in the pre-ovulation phase that your body is nesting, like preparing for potential Mm. fertilization and things. So it is that nesting. And that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. In this season as well, I'm rarely physically ill. Like, I'm, a really, I'm really strong. This is, I've actually just been ill, and I'm now I've come into spring. So yeah. I was ill in my autumn winter, and now I'm feeling much better as I come into spring, and that's no coincidence. I always want to connect more with other people as well. I'm much more sociable. But just like you, I've got these too many mental tabs open, and I, I'm really restless. I find it really difficult to meditate in this phase. This is when I want to move instead. So instead of sitting and meditating, this is when I'd rather... Do some mindful movement, like walking or dancing or something. Yeah, you know, this is when I come to the surface and splash about. I want to move. I'm more physically active. I will sweat more as well. I'm like my body temperature is higher. It's Mm -hmm. easier for me to wake up. I don't need quite as much sleep. I'll also be quite more. My mind will be more active at night. Like it's harder to fall asleep because my mind is in a good way. Like I've got so many ideas and I'm so curious and excited about all of these projects. Um, but it's quite hard to tie myself down. because I just want to start everything but maybe not finish it (laughs) I know that well yeah it's so interesting isn't it
1: also I know like I'm just going to add another point we always try or we've been trying to record the podcast during spring because I know we're both a lot more Mm. chattier
0: actually one of the questions that got sent in was from a listener Louisa so hi Louisa Um, And she she asked, like, does it affect the podcast? Does it affect the way we we work and things? And so actually for us, autumn and winter is researching planning time and we'll do a lot of reading and writing and send each other ideas and we're receiving a lot more. Whereas yeah. in spring and summer, that's when we're creating and putting out there. And that's when we want to record. You know, we, yeah. we say, I'm in spring, let's record. You know, we message each other saying, it's here, <laughs> let's do it. And that's actually why the podcast came out when it did. That's yeah. why we waited for that date because we were both in in a sort of spring summer place
1: yeah perfect time
0: is it really lucky that we're in sync despite the distance
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like that we've stayed in sync (laughs) yeah
0: it's great for the podcast let's hope it stays that
1: way i know i hope so how about summer then yeah for me again it's uh lots of energy confidence I know there's a thing about your walk changing. Mm. Your hips get a bit of a swag on. Maybe the end of spring, beginning Mm. of summer. And you're trying to be a bit more seductive.
0: Now you say that, I am more coordinated. Most people that know me know that I'm quite clumsy. It's improving with mindfulness. But I'm much less clumsy. I'm more coordinated at this time. So if I drop something in the kitchen, I'm most likely to catch it in summer. It happens yeah. in autumn or winter, like that mug is breaking. <laughs> um, so it really depends when, when I drop it.
1: Yeah, I love it when you do that. It's like reflexes of a cat. Um, I love working out most of the time, but there's, there's an extra, there's just an extra to it. I can push myself more in the gym, spend a little bit of extra time warming up. And I notice I'll probably eat a little bit more, but I don't know whether that's because I'm doing more. And for me, again, like my body temperature rises.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, your body's literally preparing for possible incubation. So I actually been tracking my temperature every morning for a while and I've got a homemade graph. I like pen and paper rather than an app. Yeah. And I, I can literally see that it's higher at that time. So I, I know mm. what's normal for me now. What
1: about sleep at this time? It gradually increases as the season goes, but I still don't need so much. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm still riding off the waves of spring, really. I've still, still got energy to do things. I enjoy that too. <laughs> I love summer. But I know this, I don't want to say impending doom. <laughs> do but you there's... ever get
0: a bit tired? <laughs> Pending doom of autumn. <laughs>
1: impending doom of autumn looming. Yeah, I can do. I think, again, it's because I have energy. So I I do push myself more in the gym, which is why I eat more. And then obviously digesting the food and using up more energy. Yeah, I do feel a a bit more tired towards the end of it. Mm. What about you?
0: It's definitely my best week at the gym for me as well. If there's something new, like in yoga with strength that I'm trying to do, I'm going to do it in spring or summer. So like crow pose or headstand or something. Mm. I don't even attempt it in autumn or winter because I'll just get annoyed. And I just know that my body's just not there. My body temperature's higher, but it, I mean, I I practice hot yoga. And so I will sweat so much more in hot yoga in this season, but it feels good. It feels like my body needs to get it out. I've also noticed, and my partner thinks I'm crazy when I say this, but I've noticed it. My face is more symmetrical in summer. That's really interesting that you say that. And I've noticed my my skin will be great. I'll be glowing. I'll, I'll look, you know, you look like a... Like a shampoo commercial or something, you know, you, you have that glow <laughs> about you and that swagger. And I'll say to him, i say, "Dude, is my face more symmetrical? He just laughs. And I'm like, no, no, it is. I really notice it. <laughs> it's so bizarre, but I've noticed that.
1: Mm.
0: I quite often, I sleep well. I'm a bit, I'm a bit more of a night owl, actually. Mm. Most of the time I love an early night, but this is when it's harder to fall asleep because I've got these ideas ticking over. Yeah. I need less sleep. My, my body is just, it wants to be on. I'm, it's like I'm unstoppable. I yeah. love summer. I really do. I, I, I just feel like I'm in the flow. It's on a natural high and I never want it to end. Mm. But at the same time, I can often feel quite wound up in a good way. Like I'm positively stressed, like I'm overloaded. Yeah. And in a way it's like I need to spend all of this extra energy in order to be tired for autumn yeah so I will push myself and I will do more then and if there are deadlines I need to meet or projects I need to do I really hope it's in summer because that's when I'm most productive Mm. so moving on to autumn then (laughs) the impending doom of autumn but you know is is it really that bad are we making it worse than it needs to be should we embrace it
1: I (laughs) I feel like it wouldn't be so bad if I didn't have to deal with other people yeah I don't mean that negatively no this for me I feel overcome with my emotions and I find it quite hard to regulate myself mm. I do cry for someone who didn't cry for years as well it's it's still kind of new mm. so I'm getting used to that emotional side I can go from being really happy like content with stuff and things are going great and then, then something really to me something really silly will set me off like I'll get upset at something or thought might come into my head and I just start crying. And it's, yeah, it's like I, I don't have full control over it. For mm. me, my skin gets really bad as well. I struggle with that a lot. Cravings too. I want chocolate. More chocolate than carby foods. Carby foods kind of just winter. Definitely irritable. Don't enjoy the gym so much. Just felt bloated and mm. unattractive and heavy and like oh, it's probably a, a sound I would use. Yeah. yeah, it can just be a little bit dark, really. And I'm kind of, I'm trying to learn to embrace and again, work with it because I think when you resent this time, it, yeah, it just makes it that much harder. So it's a work like of em-
0: Embracing
1: it. It's, yeah.
0: It, sometimes I feel that autumn is harder than winter because is, you're, dealing is. With, you're dealing with the change. But once yeah. you get used to it, you're like, I'm fine. Winter's great. You know, I can be yeah. quiet and introspective and stay at home. And it, once you're used to it.
1: Yeah. I think it's it's the anticipation as well. Like sometimes I can get impatient because I'm like, come on. Like I just want my period yeah. and I know everything will be okay. But sometimes when I do that, my body's like, not yet. It kind of makes me wait. Mm teases you (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that that can be a bit frustrating but then obviously like when it happens I'm like it's like a big sigh of relief and I'm like finally you know you always say this to me as
0: well That you are so relieved
1: yeah I am for me it feels like
0: I am grieving summer in a way and I get this outwardly as well like after summer and it goes you know back to school in autumn yeah I get it outside and I get it in my body is that it's oh I miss summer like why did it have to go and it always always feels too short I feel such a sense of loss when I come into autumn. Yeah. This is the hardest point of my cycle is the drop from summer to autumn. Once I'm yeah. in autumn or winter, that's fine. I'm totally fine. But this is the hardest bit. This is when I really feel a sense of loss.
1: Yeah. And, and
0: I can feel really depressed. And I've actually noticed that not recently, luckily not, but there was at the beginning of the year it was about three or four months that I would get really bad depression around this time. To the point where like, I, I would just stay in bed for the whole day and just want to cry and just and it would get worse the longer I stayed there. Yeah, luckily, yeah, my, my partner really sort of n- noticed this and he would be really good at making me get out of bed and distracting me. Yeah. And this is a time when distraction really helps. Yeah, because it's like I, I totally think that we should sit with our feelings as much as possible. But this is a time when it doesn't do me any favours. There's such
1: a thing between sitting with your feelings and then honouring them and welcoming them. It's a kind of festering in that pit of despair.
0: It's the festering and the wallowing. Yeah. This is when I wallow. Winter, I'll embrace it. And I'm, I'm not, I don't have these expectations. But, yeah, I, I will wallow from the, the change from summer into autumn. Yeah. And once, yeah, I, I feel a physical drop as well. I, I feel it one day to the other. I feel it on a physical level. Yeah. A bit like changing gears. Or, yeah. you know, when you've been on this coffee high and then suddenly you feel like the caffeine <laughs> has left your body and it's like this drop. It's literally like someone's just dropped me onto like concrete ground. I'm like, oh, whoa, okay, I'm here. Yeah. I really feel that on a physical level. And I, it can be one day to the other. It can be during a day. Like in the morning, I'll be like really, I'll send you loads of messages. I'll be really energetic. And then suddenly I'll just crash and that's it. And I'm like, okay, it's gone. It's like someone just pulled the plug, but it's really physical. Once I get into autumn, I'm more likely to spend longer on singular activities. Mm. So spring and summer I flit around and I can't sort of focus. I'll have all these tabs open, but this is a time when I can focus. It's quite a good time. Maisie says that it's quite a good time to finish things, tie up loose ends, get projects done you know, this is Mm. when it's a a good time to finish and finalize things. I'll feel cold more as well. I used to, as when Mm -hmm. I was younger, about 16, I used to faint right before I got my period when I would drop into autumn. And I quite often feel physically ill. And I'll notice the spots as well, always around my chin, uh, my lips. Yes. I want carby. uh, For me, it's carby foods.
1: Mm. then
0: I'll also bloat and I'll have digestive problems so it's not great on a physical level which is kind of why I dread it yeah but like in terms of activities like I I like how I spend my time it's it's just the physical symptoms and the emotions that's hard but in terms of now I'm going within I can read and write sometimes it's like yay I've got this as an excuse to like do you know read my book or because I might not feel like reading or, or something for In the whole of summer, and then as soon as autumn comes, it's like, oh, yeah, now I'm in the mood to read again. Yeah, and I'll I'll get quite a lot of intuition come with this as well. This is when I'm most likely to write, so it's really great.
1: Mm.
0: I think one more thing to mention is that I quite often have the sensation that my head is one step ahead of my body. So, what I mean by this is that mentally, I'll arrive in the next season before my body does. So, maybe my body still in winter still needs a lot of rest, but my mind is suddenly in spring and it wants to start all these projects and socializing and activities and hobbies and I quite often have to feel like I have to wait for my body to yeah. to catch up or sometimes my mind needs to trick my body into following in into the next <laughs> season
1: um, yeah I feel the opposite I feel it's the one thing that I am present with apart from mm. autumn where I'm kind of anticipating winter I think just having the, the seasons analogies really helped me to be present and be in my body with this this kind of thing Yeah, to learn more about it, really, to see how I can work with it rather than against it, which I've been doing for years. Yeah, Mm. I think a year and a
0: half ago or so, we didn't really, we couldn't identify how differently we felt. Maybe when you're on your period and when you're not, but in these four distinct seasons, and not just physically but emotionally, like mentally, what activities we're drawn to, and that's so liberating.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So yeah, it's such an interesting topic. Any final thoughts then before before we close?
1: I just really encourage people to track where they are really and to be more open to talking about it like connect with friends that do want to talk about it and share notes
0: yeah and change your vocabulary you know say oh I'm autumning really badly today or spring has sprung in my body or I'm in summer (laughs) you know talk about using this analogy because it can be really descriptive and that helps you to understand yourself more
1: and I know as well another thing actually I don't think we mentioned it at the beginning but like how important movement is for your body we have a lot of hormones in our body and i think sometimes we need to expel excess hormones That's why it's really good for us to sweat yes even if it's a walk or something like that getting your body moving Mm. is yeah really important and it's another way to work with your body
0: basically just encourage living in your body not against it you know yeah. i think before i would always see it as something to fight against and yeah. now I've, I've realized it's my home and i can work with it the more i understand it exactly so i think that's a nice place to leave it then
1: Thank you for joining us this far in the podcast. We love that you're here. Rate, share and subscribe. And you can review on Apple Podcasts.
0: You can follow us on Instagram at chrysalisconnection or drop us an email. You'll find the address in the show notes. Lauren's blog on Instagram is at Travel, and Katie is at green living Girl.
1: We'll be doing a bonus Q&A episode to get in touch to ask us anything. Our music was created by David Greenwood and this podcast was edited remotely by Adam Lawrence.